Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik, pick guardian. Dear Brandon. Brandon wound pickups. Hey, it's me, Todd Novak. We are thrilled to death that you are listening to the Guitar Knobs podcast with us in our studio, even though you're not. Tony, what do we do on this show? We like to talk about gear, specifically the producers and makers of this gear, Yep. specifically boutique gear. That's right. That would include things such as guitars, such as amplifiers, pickups, pick guards, pedals. Pedals. And and occasionally we have an episode, Jared. Of 101 stuff, like amps and... You know, we'll learn about pickups and learn Speakers, about guitar decks and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. All yes. sorts of guitar And we got somebody stuff. like that on the line today. Who is with us today? This is Matt from Ren and Cuff. Woohoo! Excitedly here. Yes. 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 <laughs> the, the, the guitar with my, industry. With my sexy radio voice. Yes. According <laughs> to you. According yeah. to Todd. That'll work. We're going to have an awesome show. Uh, Matt, I will say this is, uh, I've wanted to have you on the show for a very long time. Actually, I think in our first year that we started, I was like, that's somebody I need to get on a show. And uh, we're doing it now. And that's good enough for me. I'm, we're in a good place now. Yes. Yeah, I remember you hit, you hit me up and then I, um, I think we made a rough plan to do it and then... I kind of forgot about it for some reason. It happens. And then, like, I was going through old email, and I was like, hey, I wonder if that guy still wants to do that. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate this. We're still here. Yes. You're giving me the shot. Um, So, uh, everybody out there, if you are not, for somehow, if you have not heard of Ren and Cuff, make sure you go check it out. And even if you have, go check it out right now. Get on your Instagram. Look them up. Where are you at uh, for Instagram, Matt? Just Ren and Cuff at that. And then we have our custom shop is WC Custom Shop. Same for the websites, renandcuff.com, wccustomshop.com. Perfect. We'll get into the custom shop. That's kind of a cool thing you're doing. We'll get into that uh, during the interview portion of our podcast. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. We are happy you are with us. Uh, We've got all of our special segments. We're going to roll out one at a time. It's going to be a great time. We got a couple announcements, gents. What is that? Well, uh, we need to say thank you to Rode Rode. Microphones for uh, providing the Rodecaster Pro, this beautiful machine that uh, makes this happen for us. It is a special thing for us. It's a sexy machine. It sure is. It's almost as sexy as Matt's voice. (laughs) Not quite. Although I would never say that in front of uh, anyone else. (laughs) Um, And also for the the Procaster mic Mm. uh, and the special holder the art articulating arm if you will yes. but you know you like I, i've become more partial now to the the foam windscreen yes those help those help they they're not totally it necessary keeps the s's but uh and the pop yeah that's true down that's well true. if you sneeze it protects the you know microphone oh, yeah, that's right it's hermetically sealed the screen change it uh, <laughs> anyway plan, so you ever done that playing live where you uh and you stick your face on the microphone and you just realize like oh man nobody's washed this thing for like <laughs> oh months. yeah yeah and that's when i started uh, keeping my own microphone in that's fact right. a funny story i was re- recording uh, one time when in my younger days and um the <laughs> the place we were recording didn't have proper uh you know pop screens mm. so i found myself uh singing into a <laughs> coat hanger covered with Control top pantyhose. Well, there you go. Mm, it works. Yeah, it worked. I don't know where they got them. 
necessity is the mother of invention. I wouldn't ask. You can also wrap a couple of tissues, put them on top, and then pull the pantyhose over it. That works good, too. Oh, yeah. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Did any of you guys, I don't know if you're old enough to have experienced the... Uh, electric shock pop. Oh God, yes. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. I've been yeah, that's. Um, oh my God, that is like possibly the worst feeling on the face of the earth. Yeah. And well, everybody's I've watching had, you I've too. Had bad ones, and then I had to just power through it because Matt's club and the sound man just kind of like off with his girlfriend or something. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, and, and you're just like, man. Yeah, the arcs coming through. across. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. I uh, thought I thought things had improved since I was playing out, but apparently. Still the same old uh, well, you nasty get you electricity at the clubs. Yeah. Well, I uh, I have a Sure Fifty Five that I used for uh, a couple of uh, a couple of bands, and uh, I found myself. You know, when you're in the moment, and you got your head back, and you're like rocking, and then you got to come back in for the course and lean forward, and you go clank, and you. Just Oh, the old teeth. teeth right oh, that's yeah. Yeah. The oh, oh, the fifty-five is oh, the big, uh, the big Elvis mic. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. yeah, not fun. But anyways, we don't have to worry about that with these Rode microphones. They're awesome and they're padded. Thanks, um, Rode. I totally interrupted your Rode pitch. No, you're all good, man. It, it made it gave us context of why these are awesome. Uh, we also want to say thank you to Barefoot Buttons uh, for helping us out over the last couple episodes. We've highlighted some of their awesomeness, and uh, today we're going to tell you about the custom laser etching that you can do on the buttons that you ordered. What is it etched with? It says right here, uh, get custom graphics laser etched on any barefoot button. $8 one-time logo setup fee per logo. And then uh, $2 per button marked. So that's every time you get a button with that's that logo, it's cost. an extra two bucks to your... To nice. your uh, so you pay a one-time button. fee and then it's two bucks a button. Yeah. Nice. On top of the button that you buy. Could you have it marked on, off? You can. In fact, that's a really good point. They also offer standard etched labels for $2 a button with no setup fee. And this is actually a pretty cool idea. They offer on, off, tap, drive, up, down, loop, bank, Wait, On, off, really? Yeah. Tuner, <laughs> mute, <laughs> delay, <laughs> reverb, mod, and pitch. Don't you, I, I was joking. Would you need on, off, though? <laughs> I mean, shit, somebody I does. The, I just did the yeah. pop screen. Yeah. So, somebody must. They came up with it. So um, anyhow, oh, uh, okay. these are... And we, Can I see that? Yeah. The, that's what we do with the ones that we give away when you become a patron oh, okay. on Patreon. Oh, how nice. Yeah. So anyways, uh, and this is on one of their tall boys, which is uh, over an inch tall. And uh, I actually, at first when I thought saw those, I was like, why? I don't know why I would need that. And then I realized why, on, why I need that. On one of my pedals, it's, I have a, a smaller sort of MXR uh, size pedal, mm-hmm. which is a little bit l- shorter than the other two pedals that they're next to. And it actually does help make up for the sort of like the, the level that your foot goes for so you're not kind of overstepping or missing it. Hmm. I didn't think that was going to be a thing. It was a thing. And so my tall boy actually helps out with that. Nice. Yeah, you don't want to step on the, uh, you know, the gain and the, you know, overall yeah. volume and yeah. stuff like that. Okay, so make sure you go check out these barefoot buttons at barefootbuttons.com. Uh, you also get free shipping with uh, fifteen oh, anything over $15 in the U.S., wow. which is pretty nice. So uh, get your custom laser etched 
you know, thing. Make it a gift for a friend. Do whatever you like, or just go get some regular buttons. Christmas we, is a coming. We got all. They got all kinds. Go check them out. They're great people too, and it, that does matter. Dealing with good people makes a huge difference. Those things could literally be lifesavers for your favorite pedal. They could be. I mean, you know. Yeah. Or, or buttons. Right. Uh, all right. So thanks to Road for taking care of that. Also, we want to uh, call quick attention. I've got uh, I, we got a we got a really nice letter from one of our new patrons, brand ah. new patron, Cody Lane. All hey. right, that's right. He sent us a Welcome, little letter. Cody <laughs> says, "Hey guys, I just started listening to your podcast and I can't stop. Mm. Neither can we. No. That's right." Unstoppable. I've listened to your interview with Small Sound Big Sound and just started into the episode with Mask Audio Electronics. I love how much knowledge, ideas, and pedals and gear to try and creativity uh, only on one and a half episodes that has already inspired me. I'm a dad with one kid and I have a career and I'm a full-time musician in Seattle, Washington. Despite the little time I have in my daily schedule, you inspired me to push to do more. Awesome. Nice. Pretty cool. This certainly won't be the last you hear from me. So uh, to start, I'd like to leave you with my current four on the floor. Here we go. This is current four on the floor, right? Number one, Digitech Ricochet. Number two, Solar Sound Blue Moon Bum Fuzz by UK talent David Main. I not I don't know that one. Uh, the number three, Strymon Big Sky. Oh yeah, yeah I've heard of that one yeah, before. Yeah. And number four, the TC Electronic Hall of Fame Two. Okay. Reverb. Yes. Cody plays in a band called Swamp Heavy, and uh, I tried to describe this uh, to Jared as a fully submerged monster truck. Yeah, at full right. throttle, yeah. trying to get through a mud pond. Mm. With fully machine submerged. guns on it. It's yeah, way, with machine yeah, guns With going machine too. guns. Yeah, yeah. Full, a full 50 cal going full, right. full blaze on the back. Anyways, uh, thanks so much to Cody Lane for doing that and uh, sharing that with us and for the kind words. We appreciate it. Gentlemen yes. and Jared, we need to figure out what we were doing uh, this week in our music world. Tony, why don't you kick us off? This week has just been busy, busy, busy. Okay. But the best thing that happened this week is I got my Eric Carmen Joan Jet Melody Maker project back from MJT Custom Finishes. Man, that thing is so cool. And I reassembled it in a few hours. I mean, I was just so excited about it. Yeah. I couldn't wait. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it just came out incredibly well. Yeah. I mean, the MJT did an incredible job on the finishing. Uh, everything went together like a charm. Uh, there's uh, only a handful of projects that I've ever done, especially after you do a refin, that, uh, you know, a couple of tweaks to the truss rod and everything lines up. The strings were, you know, everything was in the right place. So it was, uh, it was kismet. Yeah. And it's a, it's a great guitar. I, I mean, love it. you, if you look at that, aside from the brand new pickguard and brand new hardware, like, I mean, it looks every day as old as what is 60. It's a 65. 65. It is. I mean, the, yeah. it started as a 60. I mean, it is. But a the finish looks, I it, mean, you would say you that, never that, know. that was a finish from the 1960s. Yeah. And the neck on that thing is absolutely amazing. Yeah, it plays really good. Yeah, sure yeah. does. So I'm very, very happy, very excited. That was a project that took a little longer than I wanted yeah. it to, but it, I'm very pleased with and the results. And it's uh, aged white on with a white pickguard. Yeah, the parchment pickguard. Cool yeah. look. Yeah. Cool look. I mean, it's not as cool as black and 
go well, gold yeah, sparkle. I, but yeah, I, I think I'll do one in black and gold <laughs> sparkle next. Yes, do that. Uh, <laughs> Matt, how about you, buddy? Uh, as far as, you know, the pedal world goes and all that, I mean, it's been busy. I just got back from um, Oklahoma City, and um, I think by the time this is out, it'll all of our releases will be done and everything, so I can talk about it. But um, we're doing a signature pedal with Jay Mascus. Oh. And, um, and if anyone listening doesn't know Dinosaur Jr., they're kind of the, uh, I don't know, grandfathers of the whole, you know, Nirvana, like all that kind of scene. Yeah, so totally. You, yeah. All those guys. Um, and we kept going back and he has this one uh, muff that he is like, you know, it's his muff that's always on his board. But yeah. We've, had to, we've fixed it for him a few times. It's just beat to hell. But um, <clears throat> it's got this really particular sound to it and you know kind of what you know what i do well and what we do well is um being able to cop you know get sounds of actual units you know of an actual pedal and get all the nuances and we um we're doing everything by mail and so it was going back and forth like he would send us that one i would sit test it out do everything get it to where i thought it was sounding right and it's funny because that guy i you know, I kind of assumed he'd have like blown out ears and wouldn't really be able to hear anything because when he plays, he stands like he has two full Marshall stacks behind yeah. him. Yeah. And then another, at least the show that I saw, and then another, I think it's like a, I think it's like a twin, something like a twin. It might, or it might be, I don't know, some fender, but he has it um, up and to his right side about head level. Oh. <laughs> All of those are blasting. <laughs> And then he turns, he turn, He has a treble booster going into a muff for, you know, one of his core sounds. And the muff is turned to 10, distortion to 10. I'm not joking. And then the treble wow. booster is turned to 10 on the most treble setting. Jeez. So it How is that just possible? like it's, and he doesn't care. It's just like, <laughs> he doesn't care. That, and like, so if he stops playing when he's like, you know, messing around, it's just like... <sighs> Wow. His amp. I was gonna say, how does he control the feedback? I mean, that's yeah. he, just, he just. I mean, he has a Bradshaw rig, so he just he just literally just turns it off. You know, he's kind of yeah. that down. Yeah. Wow. But I it, I assumed with all that going on, that you know he wouldn't his ear wouldn't be that great. But dude, he'll like, you know, we'd send him like two protos that I thought nailed it. You know, they sounded good to everyone in the shop. We all went around with it, and then he's like, "There's a little bit of this missing," and then I. Like listen later, we'd get the pedal back again. And I'd be like, oh, damn it, he was right. Yeah. <laughs> like there'd be these and I finally we did this a few times and and I finally, you know, we're getting ready to release the pedal and I finally just emailed his manager and I was like, Hey, you know, I gotta sit down with him and like be there with his whole rig and everything. And I was like, I'll I don't even care. I'll fly out to wherever you guys are on tour. Yeah. Just to just for an but I was like, I need a solid hour with him. Uh-huh. And just for that hour, you know, tell me the show, tell me where it is, tell me when you have the time, and I'm I'll just go out there and uh-huh. bite the bullet. Yeah. And I went out there and did that and it was, you know, it paid off in spades. It was like so easy to do. I had there was a little part of it that the bias gets a little funky on one of the parts, and I think that's what he likes about it. So I was able to put a little adjuster on there and just kind of like really, really dial it in, like the kind of thing maybe someone else wouldn't even notice, but like just to get it really perfect. And we sat down and nailed it all and got his approval on it all. So I just got back from that a few days ago and uh, met with Keeley too. 
out there. Let's see. Oh, cool. Yeah, he and I text sometimes and everything, and um, he's always been really cool. So I hit him up because you know he lives in Oklahoma City. Yeah. And he was super cool. Came out and picked me up, and then gave me a tour of the shop. And oh, nice. Went went and got some breakfast. Told me some funny stories. And um, that yeah, sounds it was like fun. a best day ever, man. <laughs> oh, and I got to chill with um, Kurt Vile. Okay, and, um, that was fun. He really really nice dude. And he, uh, I guess, it's funny. I gave him a couple of pedals. I was like, he's like, yeah, I think I've heard of you guys. Blah blah blah. And gave him a couple of pedals. <laughs> And then uh, that was at this L.A. show, because I live in L.A. and went by, and then um, uh, Steinosaur Jr. was playing, and he just happened to be there hanging out. He wasn't playing. He's like, I think I've heard of you guys. So I brought him to a couple of the show, and then he's like, yeah, I figured out I have one on my board that I've had for like three years. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. I was like, oh, cool. He's had a, uh, I don't know how well you know, you know our pedals, but he had a box of war, the old, yeah. the original ones we had were these big, super heavy ones and um he had one of those on his board i was like all right that works out nicely oh that's awesome so, that sounds fun man that's uh yeah, you caught me at a you caught me at a great time to yeah. ask me like what's going on yeah <laughs> that's quite a week <laughs> yeah. yeah okay yeah. so uh jared uh <laughs> what do you have Beat going that, on jared <laughs> yeah what do you got going on jared? i changed the strings on one of my guitars <laughs> no man oh, nice. uh actually have a new product that will probably be, you know, I'll probably have the thing in my hands by the time this episode comes out. So we'll talk about that later. Uh, <laughs> I've been thinking about trying to find a hurdy gurdy. <laughs> what? You know what a hurdy gurdy yes, is? Yes, I know what a hurdy gurdy is. <laughs> That's what I want. I want to try to <laughs> tackle, <laughs> tackle you mean like playing a, a hurdy gurdy. Oh, to play it or? Yeah, I want to, to try to play it. Pick up on it. No. Okay. I want to purchase one and try to learn to play the thing. You can, I know how to play violin. You can purchase the ones that you build by yourself. On the, no, I'm not going to build nothing. Right, anyways. Yeah. No. No. So I could play guitar. I could play violin. I, have, I wish I could say I knew what that was. I have no idea what that is. It's So what a hurdy-gurdy is, it's like a big, giant, fat violin, except for instead of having a bow that you run across the strings, it's got a circular, you Crank. know, crank well it's got a circular uh wood thing with that vibrates the strings as it runs underneath the strings instead of over top of the bow and it's got the crank at the end of the thing and then it, it uh it has a keyboard with a bunch of little keys that you press and i, I forgot what they call them there's a name for that but it, they're it almost acts keys. like a auto harp yeah it's kind of like it's it's hard to explain but it, and there's drone strings as well mm -hmm. and, and you already you already know how to play this or you want to learn how i want to learn how i i think i could figure it out pretty quickly do you have, ki but do you have kids no Ah, that's why you have time to learn how to. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I own my own business. Yeah. I, I make my own schedule. Yeah. I'm going to learn how to play the hurdy gurdy. Nothing's going to stop me. Good, man. But these things. <laughs> if you are, have it, just know that if you do have kids later on, you're not going to have time to do that. I think <laughs> later on is. Now, now is the time. Yeah. Later on, I think it's past for me. Yeah. But uh, remind everybody. What the why the hurdy gurdy like it, it's tied to your favorite bands of all time? Oh, Led Zeppelin. Yeah. So, well, that's that's not really why. Well, yeah. So, what song is that one on? In the evening. <laughs> in the evening. In, in the beginning of in the evening. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's it's a really cool instrument, and and once you hear it, 
everybody out there listening, you'll be like, oh, yeah, that's what that thing is. But nobody really realizes what that instrument is called. Yeah. It's kind of a funny name, but they've been around for well over 100. I mean, they go way back are, to the... Yeah, they're more like medieval. Years, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, those... It, Hundreds. Like... It was it was the it. people's instrument of medieval times. There so go. there's well there's said. there's two to three to four string, and none of these are really built the exact same. <laughs> so you have many different varieties of of string setups. Like you could have two or three or four drone strings, right. and you can change the tunes and the notes of those drone strings. And historically, those are all animal gut strings. Gut if strings. I recall. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, uh, yeah mm. and I I think Gross. you. Yeah, I think they're. That's what they used to do classical strings with, right? Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't think they actually make animal gut strings anymore. I think they're synthetic gut strings. But anyway, I think I think there's a couple out there that you can get. There's a couple guys that still make them, if I remember correctly. Like there must be boutiquey sort of things. Yeah, you're. I ought to look that up for my. I mean, there's still plenty of animal guts to get. Yeah. Well, All right. Well, so that's cool. Hurdy gurdy. So you're gonna add. I'm gonna try to. I mean, they're really to get a a decent one, a beginner level decent one. They're you're gonna shell out at least seventeen to, you know, two to three thousand dollars. Why don't you? Invent- Dude, what if you figured out how to make your own gut strings and made them? That would, that would be, be awesome. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That, that's not a bad do a idea. Whole podcast just on that. Yes. Gut it's strings. turning into that. So, anyways. Uh, what I was doing this I, last I, I week. I can see Todd says so anyways yeah. a lot. Hey, Todd. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Todd, what happened Thanks in your week Week this work? <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so this week, uh, I got a little thing in the mail from a Sean Wright over at Lollygagger. Lolly. Yeah. Sean. He sent, a, he sent me a prototype of a new pedal he's working on. Ooh. And it's, a, it's a pretty dang cool. It's really straightforward and really simple, but... Uh, what I like about it, so it's got a volume knob mm-hmm. and a fuzz knob, volume and fuzz. Okay, and uh, and it's got and that's on that's uh, connected to one foot switch. On the other foot switch, mm. that enables your voltage. Mm. So you're able to dial up or dial down the voltage, which basically gives you the the fuzz on its own doesn't turn into super velcroy or anything. It's almost more of a of a gain, really. Um, like a, just a full distortion, but the vo- but the voltage turns it into like super splattery, crispy, or big fat. Uh, it's really cool. I like it because it doesn't it doesn't necessarily sound like sometimes when you step on a on a fuzz. And this is one of the things I mentioned about with your pedal, the tall font with bleed. yeah with the bleed is that um, it doesn't. I'm just not locked onto like well, it's gonna sound like this pedal, right? And it's kind of it's kind of nice. I really dig it. So, anyways, yeah, play with that, and it's uh, you know it's it's cool. I like that Sean's out. He's he's got two pedals. Uh, the uh, the Canaglia, which is you know we've taught, we've said basically just sounds like a dragster. Mm. It's amazing, and he's got the uh, Cherry Box, which is uh, pretty rad. So yeah, new one for new one for Lollygagger coming out. Nice. All right, we need to do this. What? Two, one, two, three, four on the floor. All right, Matt from Ren and Cuff, we are going to bask in your four on the floor right now. Hit us. All right. Well, in, you know, instead of doing you know my own pedals or any of my you know contemporaries and friends of mine that have given me pedals and stuff like that, just to not leave anybody out or anything, I decided to go all vintage for this. Oh, cool. And, nice. And, uh, but the one that's always on my board is my uh, Japanese DS1. Uh, from 1979 
when it's it's uh it's just always there it makes me feel makes me feel good when i have it on there i feel weird if it's not and um you know it just got the sound where i just i like to crank it up roll back the gain and then um hit the front of a of a fender amp with it particularly mine and you know my uh I have a reissue vibra verb, the 15 inch speaker and nice. roll the volume off. And a lot of people are really surprised that I'm able to get the, you know, these really, really cool sounds with it. But uh, that's just, you know, I want to, and it's got this weird, for some reason, boss back in the day, they decided to do a blinking led on their first round of pedals. So it would like, you'd hit the bypass and it would just flash. And then you'd hit it again, and it would flash to tell you it's off. It was really pointless. I have no idea why they decided <laughs> to do that. That's not distracting or anything, right? <laughs> no, I, well, it's just you're always like, you know, you're doing the thing where you're like, wait, is it on? Is it off? So I have to. <laughs> and the and the bypass buffer sucks on it, so I just put it on a, on a true bypass loop, so I could see if it's on or not. But that, and then um, my uh, I have a Boss DD2, which was the uh, the very first uh, digital delay that Boss did, it may somebody would can probably would probably tell me I'm wrong and I'm not positive, but I think it was the first digital delay pedal uh, back when you know digital delay was like a you know the big thing. And everyone was like, "Whoa, I can get this much delay out of it!" And whoa, I don't have to have all the noise of an analog, even though they're still noisy as hell. Yeah. Um, so and I love that one. It's uh, the way it sounds. Is it's like it sounds kind of halfway between digital and uh, and analog. It's got this weird grainy thing to it. But um, a lot of people are also you know they're surprised that my favorite delay is not you know in a all analog and stuff like that. But um, and, you know I'm actually I'm not a huge all analog delay guy. I like a little bit of uh, a little bit of I don't know um, something in there that the you know, I found analog gets a little squishy on me sometimes, mm. which is what people love about them. You know, they get that squishy sort of like delay and that swirly kind of thing underneath. Mm -hmm. You really get them going, but um, not swirly like a chorus, but liquidy. Yeah. I guess I'd say. And well, I'm not you're, a, I'm not, you're a not the first one who said that, man. I mean, we, we've had a lot of top players and top builders basically say, like, DD2, man, you know, or even the DD3. Yeah, DD3 is usually the one people like. Yeah. Um, oh, it's also got this thing. It's so, so weird where you uh, you can get a you know quote sample on it. Yeah, and I think it, I think you get like a second maybe or like half a second. So it's and it's like impossible to control. You sort of play something and step on it and it goes into this loop thing. But it's really cool to just get like you know random noises out of and stuff because you're really limited. So you have to like try and get something within that. Mm. So that's that's my other staple. Um, and then the first boutique pedal I ever got, that's why I said, I don't, I don't know if this qualifies, it's not, definitely doesn't qualify as vintage, but, um, uh, this is 10 years ago, somewhere between 10 and 15 years ago, my, my Achille compressor, um, oh, which yeah. is just the original two knob. And like, even though we make a compressor now that I love, like I'll have both of them on the board. Sometimes part of it's just because I'm a weirdo and there's like, like that DS1 and that there's just certain pedals I have to have on there. I just don't feel right. <laughs> you know, they're yeah. like my little butt, my little buddies, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, if they're just not in, they're not in their places where I want them to be, you know, it just, everything feels off. So, um, Did and it's also the first pedal that kind of taught me to like compressors. You know, I didn't really get them before that, but, um, just kind of decided I wanted one and, 
my wife and I were broke at the time. And so I had a birthday coming and I was like, this is all I want. Just, you know, it was like, I think it was like 200 something at the time. There's a little more than they are now. And it was huh. like this ungodly amount of money, it seemed like. <laughs> yeah. And so. Didn't, that, that, I, if I'm correct, I think, uh, I think he just hit like, not, not like in the last week, but over the summer, I think it was, he just hit uh, 700,000 units. Wow. I don't know. Is it 70,000 or 700,000? It doesn't matter. It, it, I would bet. It, no, it's got to be 700,000, I would yeah, guess. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's 700,000. 700,000 units. That, like that one pedal just it won't go away. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's got a, he's got a ton of SKUs now, a ton of different Oh, yeah, yeah. Units, but that's that and his uh, t- Tube Screamer mods were the two that really put him on the map. Yep. From what I remember. Then he yeah. got into the other mods, too, and everything. He was on, and, uh, and he went on a while and really appreciated uh, what the Tube Screamer had. To, you know, he, he really loved that circuit. Yeah. And he went on about it for a while. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Cool dude. Mr. Keeley, hello out there. Um, and all right. My last, my last one is just, uh, not surprisingly, a uh, my tall font, uh, my original tall font, Electro Harmonics, uh, Big Muff. Nice. Um, it's it's the one that our tall font Russian was based on, and it's uh, there's a few different versions of that pedal within that same enclosure. Like um, some of them use these 150k pots that I think they just had laying around that you know you can't really find those now. They're weird. And then some of them use other pots, and some of them you know have more gain, less gain. And mm-hmm. um, the one that I have that I modeled ours after is this one that's it has the outputs really low. Doesn't it, the amount of distortion it has is pretty low. The mid scoop is pretty low. Like you have to almost you probably have to turn it three quarters of the way up just to get it to line level. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it's just, it just sounds fantastic when you do. And it, and it really, uh, really accommodates bass really well too. And, um, so, you know, rather than saying my own tall font, that's the, the one that I favorite vintage pedal, um, as far as what inspired all this. and everything. Yeah. Well, yeah, in your pedal specifically, I think one of the nice things about that, that you're kind of seem to be referencing right now is that, um, you you get to you get more in guitar you get more guitar and amp through it because it has to because you're not overpowering your amp signal with the pedal yeah and it's also i mean you know i'm i'm a big uh sorry about that i'm a big uh proponent of less bass is more bass mm-hmm. you know and it's like sometimes you know you can you can tell a lot of times a uh I don't want to say beginner, but, you know, you'll see some companies that will make a bass distortion, for instance, and they just figure, you know, when you're first learning pedals and you're, you know, you, it's just, you know, I won't get all geeky with it, but there's input and output capacitors. And, you know, it's real easy to pick a higher value and that lets more in and, you know, for the input and pick a higher value, lets more out. And so you kind of think, you know, well, if I put this bigger capacitor in there, it's going to be better for bass. And that's true, like a little bit, but it's actually if you get too much going through, especially like you know the uh, gain pedal with four different stages, everything just turns to mush. Like the low end just gets all murky, and you know we've anyone that's played guitar has had that experience sure. of like you don't use a muff right, or 
you go to the big chorus and step on it and your signal just kind of disappears. Yep. You know, or if you're, you know, playing bass, something like that, you have to kind of get to, you kind of have to work them right. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that, you know, the tall font version. That, and again, it's, it's the, the actual pedal that I have. You know, I didn't, I didn't make that pedal modeled on any sort of, uh, you know, on just a schematic online or just like what I, you know, the, the easy thing to do would have been to like, you know, go, yeah, that's cool, but let me add a ton more gain. Let me get the level up better. Let me make it hotter and more more exciting. Right. And let me turn my phone off because I left the ringer off. That's <laughs> all right. <laughs> there you go. And, um, and you know, so it would have been really easy to do that. But my, my uh, buddy in Japan, this guy, Tomokaz, who was, uh, I don't know how much you want me to go on, but... Go ahead. Uh, um, he... He's this guy that, you know, he's been really, we've been really loyal to each other. And um, he's been the only guy in Japan that's ever carried our stuff. I don't sell anything direct to Japan. And um, we we started our, our relationship with, um, this is way back when, uh, when before we started, which was around 2007, 2008. But um, uh, he had, there was some weird delay pedal up on eBay and this does all come back around to the tall fun, I promise. <laughs> and um, he it was some funky delay, this an analog delay, funny enough. And I messaged him and I was like, you know, does this pedal, you know, sound pretty good? Is it a cool analog delay? And he, and he you know, he doesn't speak a lot of English and he just messaged me back. It is not my favorite. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, I like this guy already. He's a, you know, he's straightforward with me and, you know, to the point. And, you know. Right. Yeah. And then, um, so I just like, in a mess, I was like, Hey, I've been making these pedals and you you know, you might like, and he was like, you know, I've been thinking about selling some pedals here. Maybe I could sell some of yours. And, um, he's, he now does one control, you know, brand that is. And, um, you know, they make all these like switchers and all that kind of stuff. And he has his own, you know, pedal line and all that, but he, he now distributes pretty much everybody in Japan, but we were his first line that he ever distributed, which is kind of neat. Um, and he, he asked me one time, he's like, can you make a, a Russian, you know, one of the Russian pedals? And I was like, yeah, I don't keep in mind. This was, you know, <laughs> a while back. I was like, I don't think anyone's going to care about it though. <laughs> and uh, he was you know, he was like, he was like, yeah, people in Japan like him. And I was like, all right. So I got a hold of, at the time, I didn't even have a vintage um, unit. And so I just bought one. Um, I forget what it was, either on eBay or in a shop. It was actually, no, it was on eBay, actually. Um, I just went and I was like, you know, I'll just buy one of these and see, because I didn't really get the get the whole, you know, Russian muff thing either. Mm-hmm. And um I got it, and like I said, I had the lower output and lower everything, and I was like, kind of trying to figure out what I was going to do, and I was like, you know, screw it, I'm just going to, I'm going to, you know, clone this thing, like, you know, I hate to use the term clone, sound, but I'm going to, you know, remake this thing exactly like it is, warts and all, I'm not going to change anything on it, I'm going to try and cop that sound, I'm going to find some transistors that match up to it and everything, and either, you know, people will dig it or they won't, and I made up you know, what was a huge order for me at the time? I think you wanted 10 of them. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, how am I going to make these? And I'm like, you know, I was literally just hand wiring together on wow. perfboard. And, um, you know, so I made those, sent them over and he sold them really quick. And then, uh, I forget how, but somehow 
Scott from Weezer. Like, you know, he's the bass player in Weezer. He got somebody told him about it or something. I forget what it was, but, um, you know, I sent him one and it just kind of started from there. Then he recommended it to somebody else. And, you know, it just grew and I was more surprised than anybody. Wow, man, I, th- I thought it, people would be sending them back to me because they thought they were broken because the volume wasn't loud enough. And, you know, all that kind of stuff. So that That's how I'm winding it all back around to the to the telephone. It was inspired by my buddy Tomokaz in Japan. Huh. And, and it's now, you know, our bestseller. It's always been. That's fantastic. Was that the yeah. first pedal? No, actually, the funny enough, the first pedal was, uh, uh, it was called the Pickle Pie, and it was a... a swollen pickle copy <laughs> because at the time um at the time uh way huge didn't exist because they had folded you know went under and or just you know closed for whatever reason george just stopped doing it and you know so and i went and i was playing this was this band i was in had this like you know quote-unquote development deal thing at the time and we we're recording at this producer's house and he had a lot of money and had this like you know, super boutique pedal board that which, you know, that just wasn't a lot of that out there at the time, you know, and I, I was just like, what the hell are these? He had Zvex on there, which oh, was wow. fortunate. Yeah. Um, you know, and he had like four way huge pedals on there. And, you know, and I was like, what are these? I want these, but I can't buy these. And so I kind of taught myself how to make pedals with this, with the way huge, you know, and I, and I was kind of like, I think people buy these, you know, by doing them because he wasn't around. So I actually somehow dug up um, George's, you know, George who owns way huge. Mm-hmm. Um, I dug up George trips. I dug up his email from somewhere. I can't remember where I found it online or something. And I emailed him to say like, Hey, is this cool? You know, do you mind? I just, you know, to be cool about it, but I figured it doesn't matter because they're not around anymore. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I went ahead and made it and started selling them like three or four months later. I just get this email back. It's like, sure, man, just watch for for trademark on the name. And I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> like, wow. And that was the very first one. And um, then the tall font was this is our third pedal, actually. Um, there was another one in there called the Red Camel. But um, um so, you know, once once way, uh, Dunlop came out with the way huge reissues, I just said, screw it and just stop making the, uh, you know, the, I figured out oh, it's kind of, kind of, you know, it might be kind of weird. And I don't think people are going to be as interested now. Um, so, no, that was a really long way of saying, no, that wasn't the first one. <laughs> so, I like that. I like the long way more often than not. I appreciate that. It's the color. That's what we all want. It was like, we want to know all the inside scoop on everything. That's why we're doing this, man. Um, so how does, uh, how does someone like you, uh, how does someone like anyone, how did you start making pedals? Um, I was part, I mean, you know, I was part of like the, I don't know, I call it sort of the second wave of, you know, boutique pedal guys where, um, at the time, you know, there was this sort of, sprouting you know sort of i mean i to be honest i thought i had missed the wave of you know that you know i was like oh i'm too late in on this and little did i know you know how many bazillion companies there are now exactly you know i thought i had missed the boat on it but there was a sort of burgeoning community uh on diy stompboxes.com and you know in in internet time that was like 
know, a million years ago. I mean, it was still just, you know, forum posts. And I mean, it's still essentially the same thing, but guys just um, helping each other do stuff. And this guy, RG Keen, was kind of, uh, you know, godfather of that whole thing. And he was really helpful with people doing stuff. And I just kind of dove in and started doing, you know, hand wiring the pedals and everything. And um, one thing I'm really grateful for from that time is that, you know, you couldn't just go and buy all the kits and everything like you can now. Yeah. Um, so I had like, you know, I'm gonna sound like old pedal guys, like those guys, blah blah blah. <laughs> you know, I'm not naming, I'm not naming any, not naming anyone, but there are guys now that just buy the kits and then put them together and then slap their own graphics on it, and they're like, this is my da 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 pedal or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and because it's easy to do now, and there's, I don't, there's nothing wrong with that if you're a hobbyist, but sure, it irks me when I see people do it that are, you know, claiming that they're a you know, a company, but not a lot of them, but, um, but I'm glad that wasn't around, you know, cause I didn't even think to do it. Cause I had to literally, I just, I went down to one radio shack, you know, still had radio shack kind of stuff, you know, and, um, uh, I went down and got the like perf board and the parts and all that stuff. And I had to sit and like try and wire it together. And like the first four pedals I made didn't even work. Like I literally was, at one of them, I literally threw across the room. <laughs> and I was like, I got it this time. I got everything down. I've studied everything. I studied the schematics. I, you know, I, I've done all the stuff. And I took a little bit of electronics and, and around high school and stuff. And I was like, God, there's no way it's not going to work. The thing would not work. I sat there until it was like three in the morning, just determined to get this where my you know, wife's coming down. And she's like, um... You have to get up at six. The you got to watch the baby in the morning, and I was like, I don't care. And I threw the thing across. Oh, <laughs> Anyways, man. it was really. I wasn't a natural at it right away. Is what I'm going to say. I, you know, um, I can relate also, to that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I um, I build pickups, so I'll there. There'll be times where I need to build several, uh, you know, bobbins at a time. You know, could be fifty or a hundred. And when some of them just don't come out and they just don't work right off the winder, I'll, you know, I've, I've been in a pressure situation where they need to go out at a certain time and I'll just feel pressure and upset. I'll just throw that thing against the concrete wall as hard as I can. <laughs> and it feels good after yeah. that. Jared's like six nine, like yeah. Like it doesn't have a pounds, chance. So. It's never gonna. <laughs> it's not gonna work after I. Do. It's just yeah. I scrap the wire and I reflect on how good it felt to throw the <laughs> non-working bobbin up against the wall. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, I'm I'm the opposite man. I'll get frustrated and throw something like that, and then I'm just like, you know, I'm like, I'm like, what the hell am I doing, man? Why am I wasting my time on this? What am I doing with my life? Like, if it's like three in the morning, yeah. I've like hurled something across the room. Yeah. I just get all into this like whole like bad headspace with it when what's funny too is a lot of times it's not even something that I like, it might not be a project. Like, or I'm not talking about back then, the first couple of pedals, but I'm saying if I run into that same sort of thing now that anyone that does this kind of stuff, you just run into it sometimes, you know, the frustrating stuff. Yeah, you know, as I'll be a lot of times, it's not even something that I have to finish. I'll I just get like I'm not good at quitting stuff. You know what I mean? Like yeah. where it where I'll I'll sit and spin out and it'll be like five hours go by and I'm like I don't even really need this. This other crap I got to do <laughs> yeah. late at night. I got to do this in the morning and it just I just it just makes me insane if I can't figure it out. Especially when it's one of those situations where everything is right. 
everything's wired up right everything's perfect i've done it a million times i know how to do this i know how to you know make a new pedal all that and it just won't work right and you're just like ah and then you know i'll drive home sometimes at night and then all of a sudden on my way home i'll be like oh Oh, I know what it is. Yeah, <laughs> and then come back in the morning and like you know desolder one wire and it's like works great. You know? Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, that's you know? awesome. Yep, that, that weird obsessiveness that I think you kind of have to have to do this stuff sometimes. You know? It's difficult in the moment of frustration to realize that hey, if I just take a step back and stop what I'm doing and go do something else for a while, maybe something will click. Yeah. Totally. Oh yeah, it's terrible. It sucks to tell yourself that because you're like, no, because you want to get it done. Figure it out right now. <laughs> it's like a yeah. semi defeat. It's like it's not even a full defeat where right. you can re- just bask in the defeat. <laughs> oh boy, it becomes like a it becomes like a mystery because I'm like, it's electronics. It follows mathematical laws. So if things are right, it will work. You know, and if there's a problem with it not working, there is some component failing or something failing. And so it's all there right in front of me. But I have to figure out what that is. It's not that there's a gremlin living inside of it. It's not that the, you know, there's a ghost in here that's out to get me. You know, there's not some magical thing making it like it's right in front of me. And that's what makes me so frustrated. Is I'll be like, it's right there looking at it. There's something I haven't tested or something I haven't probed or something. It's right there. But I can't see what it is at that time, and that's what really that'll get to me. It becomes this like treasure hunt where I'm like, no. And then when you find it, it's like, yes, oh god, it's like, you know, it's like it's as good as sex sometimes. <laughs> like, yeah. yes, yeah. got it. Ah, <laughs> what, what what's that like? <laughs> you mean with somebody with somebody else? Yeah, yeah. Sure. right. <laughs> So what was one of the the uh, the toughest designs that you had to create or recreate? Um, see, for me, it's not like I don't make, you know, I mean, we have, you know, like our, our analog chorus and tremolo and stuff like that. And we have circuits that get big and get a little complicated. But um, for me, those aren't necessarily the hardest. The hardest are, you know, like this, you know, this J-Mascus pedal where it's like, you know, a big muff circuit to anyone that does electronics, it's not it's not a rocket science, you know, mm-hmm. very simple circuit, very simple setup. But to try and and like really get the tone of another unit, which is what we do on, you know, we've done on every one of our pedals. That's kind of my thing is, you know, doing it, doing modeled after a specific unit that I have, mm-hmm. you know, or that I get a hold of or somebody sends me and I'm like, whoa, that's really cool, you know. And um for me, the toughest things are just getting, getting it how I want it. Cause I'll be up all night doing it where, you know, the guys in my shop or, you know, I'm like, can you hear the difference? And they're looking at me like, you know, they do this all day long too. And they're like, I don't really, I don't really hear anything, man. You know? uh. And like t- trying to, so those are the, those are the things that are definitely the most difficult for me because, you know, there's just something that happens over time. I mean, I think it gets called mojo a lot of the times, you know, but, yeah. you know, there's something that happens to components. They get old, things change, values drift on them and stuff like that. And you know, there's, there's the same thing, like troubleshooting. It's like you, you have everything right and you measured everything out and matched it and, you know, done all that. And it's just still not got that thing, mm. you know, there in your, and to try and recreate it, you know, like an example would be, you know, people get really wrapped up in component, you know, numbers and, you know, art numbers and all that kind of stuff where, 
you know, it, it, that doesn't mean much because, you know, it's like if I have like a 2N5088, it's like one of the, you know, it's kind of, the, you know, generic, you know, BJT transistor that's, you know, you can use for almost anything. It's just right in the middle, does everything well, functions well, been around forever. But, you know, if you have one of those from now versus one that were in the, you know, some of the old muffs, like in from the 70s, they're just, they might as well be different transistors. Yeah. Nothing, they don't share anything in common. They just set for the name that's printed on them. I have a few old MXRs myself, and I've had one of them worked on. And I've been told that, you know, a lot of the pedals from the 70s, if they made several of them, that the components inside could be just different. You know, basic, well, not, not. I mean, they could have the same value on the on the component, but you know, they're all just a little bit different. Well, it's just, just technology. Like they, they didn't yeah. have the they didn't have the ability to make things as consistent, right? And also, I mean, a lot of those you know companies back then they didn't anticipate dorks like us, you know, pulling them apart and measuring everything out. Exactly. And, you know, doing stuff. So they would just throw whatever they wanted in there and be like, "Yeah, it works." You know, it Here it is. <laughs> they needed money then. You yeah, know, and they, you know. they've probably figured that 40 or 50 years from the time they built them that they weren't going to be working anyhow. Yeah, they were going to yeah. buy the new version, you know? <laughs> I know that a lot of yours are based on um, electroharmonics style or fuzz face and stuff. Do you ever get requests to do like uh, like tone bender or super fuzz, or have you ever explored those kind of circuits? Or Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, the I'd say, you know, what we're... You know, it's funny, we got put on the map because of, you know, Big Muffs, because everything just sort of spread out from there. And at the time, it's another one, you know, where, you know, the electroharmonics wasn't doing any reissues or anything of those old ones. And, you know, so it was kind of an open, you know, an open thing that I was able to get my, you know, sort of a niche into. Mm -hmm. um, and that's how I learned, you know, I mean, it just taught me so much. But, you know, same with, uh, you know, fuzz faces and that, like, when I came, I didn't even like fuzz faces. I started making those, you know, I was like, what's it? you know, when I started learning about it, I was like, I don't get it. I can't get them to sound good on my guitar and all that. And, you know, I, I like pedals. You have to kind of struggle to understand them. And then mm. like, you know, then you're like, well, my, you know, this is so cool. Like, I didn't know that the volume knob on your guitar was a thing. <laughs> like I always just turned yeah. everything up to 10 and like right. you know, would, would play and know you could roll it off and get cool responses from pedals and stuff. But, um, yeah, you know, that's how I got into, you know, really, really doing uh, buzz faces. But yeah, we've done, um, I did a run for for a company in France that was all tone benders, which are, if you're making germanium tone benders from, from vintage germanium transistors, it's, they're a pain in the ass, man. Yeah. They're really, they're really, really hard to get right. I mean, you can just make one that works easy, but to really get them to sound like right and to sound good it's something about you know the they rely on you know the impedance being kind of funky same with the fuzz face you know how it interacts with your pickups mm -hmm. and um something about that setup with those three it's not really it's not a very ideal setup and um there's a million ways better to do what it does but to really stick to those old specs and everything mm -hmm. And dial it in, it's a pain. Mm. But like I don't know if I ever want to do another run of tone benders. Because <laughs> they I mean, they're just and again, you know, I don't mean to be like, I'm oh, Mr. High Quality or what you know, but <laughs> like I can't like it, it you could do a run of tone. I mean the circuit's the same thing. It's really easy. It's not it's not complicated. It's like three fourths of a big muff. Um but 
to really get it to sound good it's, and not be too noisy and respond to the volume knob on your guitar how it's supposed to. Right. It's it's a pain, man, because those germanium transistors are so wonky too. And, uh, but yeah, I've done that. You know, um, our gold comp compressor. I, you know, that's probably second favorite pedal of mine that we make. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, you know, it's funny because unlike Keeley, who kind of you know he got on the map with his compressor, um, it's compressors for most companies are always kind of a just, you know, like an okay seller mm-hmm. because, you know, guitars, you know, it's not, there's not a lot of pe- guitars that get real excited over compressors, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and if you've, you got to kind of be, you can't be like new guitar player. That's like, you know, just want something that'll like fuzz loud or make cool noises and stuff. It's like, you got to kind of have played for a while and kind of understand what a compressor will do for you. Understand what it won't do. Otherwise you just kind of turn it on and you're like, this is just kind of makes it sound worse. Mm. You know, if you've never, you know, if you've had one of the old, it's uh, a tricky uh, thing. You know. yeah. yeah. And it just kind of squashes everything. And if you, if you don't know where to put it in your chain or you don't know what to do, you know, it gets, gets weird. So, you know, it's not a real big, you know, like we have this compressor and everyone's like, Whoa, that's so cool. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, um, you know, that's, I worked really hard on that one and really had a lot of fun, like experimenting with it and stuff. It's one of my favorites. Um, but you know, it's not when people think Ren and Cuff, they don't think of that compressor, Mm. you know? Um, and then we've got some stuff coming out in the future that's that's out there. But I also, I don't know. I'm always with like, you know, the obvious kind of next step that everybody you know, would usually do would be you make a delay, you know, after you've done fuzzes and choruses and compressors and all that. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of kind of torn on doing a delay because I just feel like there's there's guys now that do it so well. Yeah. That I don't I don't really know what I would bring to the table on it, speaking honestly. Yeah. You know, it's unless I can, because it's the same thing. You could throw one together and it'd be cool and, you know, I'm sure it'd be neat, but it's like, I'm, you know, I'm can with guys like Joel from you know Chase Bliss and yeah you know and stuff like that where it's like I don't think I can do that better like I just you know, yeah for sure you know Matthew from Alexander those guys just do that stuff so well that I'm like if anything you know I could come up with some sort of unusual take on it and do something but um and I'm also not a delay guy so that's that's also like you know I'll use that DD2 for a couple things here and there mm-hmm. but. You know, I gotta, I gotta be into what I'm making. You know, I gotta want to do it and that. So, no, I'll never say never, but um, you know, it's, you know, that's not really something. The the chorus that we do, the Sonder, though, that was, that's um, was you know difficult but really fun. And my friend from uh, Greenhouse Effects, my friend Roy, um, you know, helped me get it all together and everything. And you know, I love that pedal. But it's the same thing. It's hard when you're known for for something. You know, and then you make something else, um, you know, you're not going to, they're not going to be flying off the door, mm-hmm. you know. And so it's, a, it's, there's always the temptation to come back to what you're, what you're known for and what you do well and everything. And so it's always kind of, you know, it's like same thing as being in a band, you know, if you become a successful band and you want to, you want to branch out and, but people are like, no, you do this thing really well. Like, yeah. don't, don't do that other thing, do this thing, you know, and, um, you know, so at a certain point, you might, you know, you either have to just sort of do what you do well, or you got to just say, screw it and take a chance and like really go dive into something kind of out there. 
which is kind of at the point that I'm at, you know, I think, sure. you know, I think I'm going to try and come up with some really, really, I mean, I already have come up with some really, um, what I think are unique ideas on stuff that are still very, uh, usable, usable and desirable, you know, that, cause I'm not, I don't get too into where it's just really wacky and, and noisy. Cause mm-hmm. that's another one. I feel like guys, you know, do it really well. Like, uh, what's his name in New York? Um, Death by Audio and like, oh, yeah. you know that kind of stuff. Where it's like I want, so I'm always trying to come up with you know what to do next because mm-hmm. uh, it's a you know super competitive field. Of course, I don't know if that answers your question. But yeah. <laughs> I got yeah. I got sidetracked there. Yeah. But no, no, that's I, good. I had a lot of coffee and. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of doing something you do well, and I think what is probably getting maybe arguably the most attention right now, maybe it's because one, it's, it's one of your newer ones, but, um, you have the, the, I'm going to probably say this wrong, but the De La, De La Riva. Yeah, that's, that's where I was, you know, I was avoiding going to that because I knew we were coming around to it. So, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, well, perfect segue. Look what I just did. Oh, <laughs> you're good at this, Todd. <laughs> it's actually, I mean, everyone, I just assumed everyone's going to call it the De La Riva uh, when I made it because, you know, I was going to go around correcting it, but it's actually the De La Riva. That's, it's, uh, yes. It's a uh, Brazilian name and, you know, Brazilians speak Portuguese and R's are usually H's, you know, as far as how it sounds. And, uh, and I do, I do jujitsu and one of the old practitioners, uh, was, you know, a guy and that's his last name is Dela, uh, Dela Hiva, And he developed this whole system and everything and a bunch of stories that only guys in jujitsu would care about. But <laughs> I like, I always liked the, uh, I always liked the name, just the way the name sounded. I just always thought it was really cool. That and, actually came up in the, in the comments. Uh, when I posted on that, and it, it turned into this big long lesson about this jujitsu move, and I was like, "Oh, look at this happening right here!" <laughs> yeah, it's more of a. It's not really a. Can I keep it really short and interesting to someone who doesn't care about it? But it's not really. <laughs> a, it's not. <laughs> it's a, it's not a. Um, because I'm, I know this one well. I start talking to my employees or my wife or anybody else about. It. I see this like glaze go over their eyes. <laughs> like, right. well, you know what? It's a lot like talking about pedals with somebody who doesn't have any idea about pedals, and yeah. you're like, and then there's this, and you just see them go like they just check out. No, 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 but it's really cool. Just hang. I'll get, At I'm least you're aware it. about it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Love it. But it's not really a move. It's this guy. Like it's a whole set of techniques. You know that he he did you know that he developed a long time ago and so it's kind of a if you're a jiu-jitsu guy you can be a if you're a de la Hiva heavy guy you do a lot of those specific you know techniques folded into what you do well and i kind of also i also tied it in with this name because his style's really versatile and does a million different things so does the pedal so in my mind it's got a it fits you have all the versatility to get the tone quality so it's not a pedal that has a, a ton of functionality, it just has a ton of tonality. Ooh. Uh, you can use that mm. or not. No. I, don't know I, know, I don't even know if I know what that means. Yeah, that's yeah. what it Todd. <laughs> functionality, tonality. Yeah. So, so when I, I got... Tonalacious, you could say? Ton- tonalation, you yes. yes. Tonalation. Yeah. Tonsillitis. Yeah. Um, Tonfusion. Yeah. So when I when this was the the pedal that I really enjoyed and I, I, and I said oh okay this is kind of like one of my old Sans amps 
Well, it's not, it's nothing like an old no. Sans amp. Although from the it functionality, like it. well, it's like a double Sans amp. I yeah. mean, from from looks, but uh, the the one thing that really impressed me about this pedal is. It, it seemed like no matter what combination of the dip switches that right. you put in, there was something either different or good uh, or improved or, you know, the, the, it, I just thought it was a very uh, tunable pedal to whatever, you know, your your particular taste might be. Absolutely. For those who don't know exactly what we're talking about, essentially it looks like a pretty standard pedal, and uh, except there are two banks of dip switches on here that i mean there's got to be what a hundred thousand different tones I'm, I'm literally doing the math i'm not making this up but i'm not doing the math but so i am making it up sorry <laughs> but, but, but what i'm saying is if you did a matrix it would probably be some astronomical number of actual tones you could get well Sim- we could actually well, figure that although out I, I, although i read the the email you sent apparently you didn't read the manual i didn't <laughs> uh, but but then I did again. So the manual I, the manual tells you just how many there are. Well, it said twenty nine. There was twenty nine. No, what? No. No. How many different com- unique combinations that oh, you can get on? No, it does say that. But I mean, <laughs> from uh, in one of the. Things I'm not really said, offended that you didn't read it. Thir- I'm just messing. I had to because I couldn't figure it out at first. Is it thirty factorial? Is that the is well? That there's the mathematical? Thir- there's thirty switches on the front. Yeah. Yeah. So in so in 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 the mathematical terms, there's a factorial. Exactly. And it's so it's thirty times twenty nine times twenty eight times twenty seven. Yes, times all that stuff. Yes. But then you factor in well, oh. depending on what pickup you might be using or like which bridge or which transistor yeah, exactly. you're using. right right oh There's, my goodness it's crazy pants <laughs> too many variables yeah. it is um cut that dang thing in half let's yeah. just go with 15 <laughs> <laughs> I, you know it's uh it was in fact inspired inspired by the sans amp although you know everyone it seems to be online most people think it was inspired by uh, by the chase bliss pedals and um, Joel is a pretty good buddy of mine. And so it was kind of the, I'd, I'd always wanted to do one because I, I love the old, um, I love the old Sans amps because I just liked, you know, they, they didn't, they weren't the best sounding things, you know, but um, it was just so much fun to have that tactile experience of, you know, being able to flick the switches and do all that and look in the manual and it would, you know, and they would say like, this is the, you know, the hot California sound. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's supposed to be like a, you know, a hot rotted Marshall or something. And then yeah. the tweed sound in it. Yeah. Maybe kind of sort of sounded like a tweed, but not really. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, um, you know, I just always thought that would be a cool idea for it. And then I, I became, you know, I started becoming like a little more buddies with Joel. And I was like, Oh, I think this would be a really cool. People are really into his pedals. So <laughs> <laughs> he seems he seems to sell a couple pedals here yeah. and there, um, and oh, it's over eight million by the way. That's how many combos there are. Jeez, wow! Uh, if you do unique combos on there, yeah, yeah. You know what? I just you want to know something really funny? Yeah, is that um, the number for the combinations on the pedals is, is actually it's eight million three hundred eighty eight or three hundred eighty eight thousand um, different combos possible, but. Um, I just said four million. I don't know what I was thinking. And then when I was when I was on another podcast, actually about it, 
I was saying eight billion. <laughs> what? So I somehow got my B and my M mixed up. So sure. now on two different podcasts, I've said the wrong number. <laughs> well, let, let's just set the record straight right now. It's actually eight trillion. Or you yeah. can make a number no, up. A, Who cares? Yeah. Forty-two. No, it's a, it's eight million three hundred and eighty-eight thousand six hundred and eight. And it sounds like B. I like I kept looking. I was like, it's not. No, my uh, my. Crappy San Diego high school math is it's like showing itself. I just couldn't believe it. I go to my I went to my son and because uh, you know there's 23 switches on there total, right? Not not counting the you know on off. And I went to my son who at the t- like is um, uh, freshman had just started uh, high school and I was like I have saying I have this pedal. I'm like how many commas are that? He's like, oh, it's going to be over 8 million. Like, didn't even think about it. And I was like, oh, man, because it's Damn. 2 to the 23rd power. But I was like, 2, 20, they're like serious, 46. You know, like, <laughs> I'm trying, I'm doing like 2 times 23. You know? Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, there's no way. And like, we went on and on about it. I was like, I'm sorry, bud. You're just not, there's no way. I look at the little switches. I'm like, there's not, there's no way there's 8 million different combos. Of that. It's like, it is. Look it up. And so I go on, online and I found this math forum of all these like super high level math guys. And so I put this whole scenario up. I was like, okay, I didn't want to explain the whole pedal thing. I was like, I have 23 light switches and I have 23 lights and each one of these is, has, a, has a switch, just an on off switch. And, um, you know, if I have these 23 lights, how many different combinations of the lights being on and off, can I on or off? Can I get? And the first three answers are like, well, it's eight million three hundred eighty-eight thousand six hundred and eight. So, you know, I guess it's correct. I still don't believe it, but wow, <laughs> but well, that that's sounds what the good. Math says, and uh, nobody's gonna yeah tell uh, you otherwise, except another yeah. Math and I mean, person. and that's <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's the very like analog inconvenient part of it is that which I like about it, of course, you know, I said, I like sort of weird, difficult things that if you get a sound, like, you know, the manual comes with a little pen and some blank templates. Yeah. That was so really to, like, cool. Yeah. The, the shortcut to that though is just take a picture with your cell phone, but yeah. Right. You, know, <laughs> <laughs> you want to save your sound. So it's a, it's really a great, but I, I also got to, you know, cause I know they'll be listening. I got to give my, my employee Ray Rosas. He's a, a really good employee. And he did a lot of the grunt work on this kind of explained what I wanted to do and how I wanted to switch out these parallel and series resistors and, and caps and everything. And, mm-hmm. you know, he chipped away at it. Then I would kind of come in and be like, okay, let's do this. Let's change this. But he put a lot of hours into it and making it happen and getting the figures down too. So between the two of us came up with a, I think it's a really, really, uh, really great paddle. It's it, a lot of it's, fun. It's yep. pretty remarkable. I mean, it really is. It's, uh, aside from the novelty of going, I can have a, um, 8 million blah, blah, blah sounds. It sounds great. And it just, it's, it doesn't say, it doesn't, it's not one of those things where it's like, it's got a million different things. So at some point it's going to get super crazy wacky. It doesn't. It's that they're all core sounds that sound fantastic. And the fact that you can switch that up, like as, as soon as you find something you like, and then you're like, well, so what I did, I said it and I said, oh, this sounds amazing. I'm going to switch out from my, p90s and try it with my uh semi-hollow humbuckers and it was like whoa i bet that doesn't sound quite as awesome as it did with this one but i bet i can find another sound and that sounded better then i switched that out to uh, a telly style and it was like 
wow, I got to find a different sound. It was great. It was fantastic. Great fun. Yeah, it's weird. It's what's funny too is most of, I mean, that was part of that was one of the hardest parts with it was was trying to make because you know you're still you're very it's not like digital where you can just throw a bunch of stuff in like you are still limited with a switch of, of you know you can make one change in the circuit the DIP switch you know yeah. while you're trying while you're trying to find what you're going to do with that one point and trying to find that you know how extreme or not extreme you wanted to go with that was was took a lot of trial and error and a lot of like I think it sounds good and then come back to it four days later and now nah, it doesn't sound so good and that was one of the hardest parts of it was you know, trying to find how because i did and you kind of nailed it on the head i did want it to still be very usable and um what the funny is like a lot of the input that i've gotten a lot of the things that i've seen are people's favorite sounds on it are not the most muff like sounds mm. You know, and uh, a lot of people like the like drivey kind of sounds or these like um, you can get like these weird like 60s sort of buzzy kind of buzz sound like, you know, those like I kind of like this, you know, satisfaction. Yeah. You can get a lot of of people like those tones out of it and stuff, which so. No, that now we got to pay for that. Great. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You're worried about cussing. (laughs) Yeah. That's, yeah. What costs you more? Right. (laughs) Uh, Well, we appreciate that you, uh, you went to the great effort to make that. And I think one thing that it also took was probably a tremendous amount of restraint to not just go crazy on it, all the sounds. Or a third bank of ten dip switches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always. I mean, it's always hard. It's like, yeah. it's also hard. Like when you're trying to figure. You know, you run a business, and you, I mean, you can't always just do everything how you want it, unless you know. I mean, you you know, you're you're a business, so you also you're making things for other people. It's you know, so you you do have to ride that line, and it can get tricky as far as like you know who you want to please and how you want to do it and how extreme you want to go. But I really feel like we were able to strike a really good balance with that. You know, proud, proud of uh, being able to do that. Yeah. Well, you should be. That's actually a really good segue, uh, not being proud, but the, the ability to let people get the sounds they want, because now you're offering something which um, I was delighted by when I got the uh, tall font uh, to play with. Uh, which is the custom shop? Can you want to talk about that a little bit? Which one? Which one did we send you? We sent so many recently, so many comps of those out. I can't remember exactly. We I, sent you the the tall font was, with it, yeah, it was the red with, tall font with a bleed, which I was just like, I called Tony up and I was just giddy. Oh, the uh, clean blend, yeah, yes. Yeah, it's, it's, so it's uh, it's got the clean blend, not the bleed. Sorry, yeah, it's got the clean blend, and it also had the creamy um, toggles on them. The creamy and then the mid flat. That's right, oh, and man. I so you, you got the full Monty. Yeah, it, it was great, and um, I I think I told one of the guys in my show, I'm like, just send this jerk some pedal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was. Uh, it really was. It was some pedal. Um, and uh, one of the things that I commented on immediately with uh, with one of our episodes that were like, oh, what did you do this week? And I said, I played with this pedal. And it was so cool because it was one of the first times that I was able to say, I can have fuzz, but my tone doesn't have to sound like I just stepped on a fuzz pedal. And now it just sounds like that. Uh, I really appreciated that. So the t- and, and the fact that 
um, as we mentioned earlier in, in the show tonight, that uh, it it isn't just like goosed all the way into you know like all the volume and all the fuzz and everything. It's like you really have to work with it, and then but once you do, your guitar tone and your amp tone are right there with it. Yeah, I mean, and it's it does have on the the creamy mod. You know, the kind of point of that is, is it will do that like totally blown out, like too much fuzz mm-hmm. thing also. And um, I mean, it's called the creamy mod. I don't I don't think it sounds creamy at all. It's just there was, um, you know, for years in the pedal community, there was the creamy dreamer mod people would do to muffs that supposedly Billy Corgan liked, and right. this, but it, it all turned out to not be true. Um, <laughs> um, you know, Dad Billy Corgan never did that on any of his pedals, and it was just one of those things that went around. Yeah, but it's a cool mod, you know. But it's it just you're basically you're you know taking away um, two resistors, so it just it opens everything up like too much. I mean, there's a reason those resistors are there. Yeah, and it opens it up too much, almost so it just like gets this like crazy boost and like blast. That's the that's the and so it's called creamy for the creamy dreamer mod. And, even though the creamy dreamer mod's not really anything to do with creamy dreaming, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? If you want to call it. So anyways. There you are. So there he is. So, so anyways. Todd's <laughs> <Right. laughs> so like, I got stuff to do, man. I can't. I don't want to be stuck here. Um, but yeah, you know, if, if I can give the whole, you know, pitch of it and all Absolutely. that stuff. Absolutely. It's the, you know, it's our custom shop that we opened and I wanted to do it on like a whole different site just to have some nice separation there. And, um, you know, you can basically build up your own mods and you can pick the LED color and the, and the closure color and all that. And, uh, my son, who's a, now he's a sophomore, he's almost 16. Um, but he's kind of a computer wizard and, you know, I went to him and he was like, I could do, you know, I could do your site. I could do this. And, I, and he could sort of do web stuff then, you know, so this is like six months ago. And I was like, all right, well, here's what I want. Cause we already had the custom shop out, but I, it always bugged me that you couldn't like real time build it. Meaning, you know, you couldn't like click on a color and then, you know, you could do the color thing, but you couldn't do like, you know, pick a mod and it'll show where the toggle switch is and all that kind of stuff. Right. And, you know, kind of like if you go, you've ever been like online car shopping and you can pick the color and, sure. you, can, you know, fantasize about what kind you want and what <laughs> colors you want and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want, you know, I want that. And that's something that you can't do with any of the like, you know, like Squarespace or Shopify or any of that kind of stuff. It's just too, you know, too specialized. And um, he was like, I can figure that out. And I was like, I don't know, man. And so he like went in and figured out this this whole other kind of he uses these components. It's called React. It's different from how websites are made and everything. But he nailed it. He got it. And so we just relaunched. You even if you've checked out the site, you probably haven't even seen it yet. But we just did a it's called a soft launch where we don't announce it. We don't make sure there's no bugs in it or anything. Mm-hmm. But now. Um, I don't know if you guys are on laptops or whatever, but you can go to the site and if you pick a pedal, you know, if you just like hover over a color, it shows you that color, you know, you can pick your LED, pick your toggle on it. And so you'll see exactly what it's going to look like uh, before you buy it. You can try out all you know, different mods and stuff like that. So that's I'm really excited about because you can, if, if, you know, the listener has no idea what it is, it's, you can go on there, you can pick, the, you know, one of our pedals that you like and you can, 
choose your whatever color you want it to be. You know, there's a, all the main, all the basic colors you'd expect are in there. Right. And then you can choose your LED color. Um, you can just get it stock if you want, where it, you know it's got the you know colors, but it's the same pedal. You don't want to do anything to it. But you can also add some mods. There's going to be more mods coming too. But right now it's uh, you know you can do the mid flat mod, which is just flat you know, exactly what it says. It removes the characteristic uh, scoop. You know the, that makes a big muff sound like a big muff essentially. Right. That that nice notch in there, and then you can do that. Uh, the creamy mod that we already talked about, or you can add a clean blend to it, or you can do all three. And um, just like a really, you know, really you know, fun thing. It's like what I wanted when I went to my own site. I was like, I could do this, you know, and that's there. And it's, uh, just relaunched it and, or just launched it, did the soft launch, like I said. And then, uh, you know, I'm going to do the whole like blast and announce it to everybody once we're just 100% positive. No works in it. Yeah. Or anything, but. That's kind of what I'm, the J-Mascus battle and then that are what I'm really excited about right now. You know, it's a lot of fun. We work, we work things out here where we have the ability to do that. You know, That's awesome. Couldn't, took a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of changing stuff around to be able to like, you know, swap out colors and do that kind of stuff on the fly and everything. So Tony's been doing That's that fun. this whole time. He's been <laughs> swapping been out all colors. the colors. <laughs> He's like, look at this one. Look at this one. Look at this one. That's oh, a cool, there you go. That's yeah. a cool feature. I love it. Right that. there on the phone. Nice and easy. So if you are do, if you're is listening now, to this, is it working good? It's working great. <laughs> yeah. I, no I, bugs. I, well, as far as I can tell. Yeah. What's I mean, the, it works. What's the, the website again? WCCustomShop.com. Cool. All right. No, I just I didn't want to make it Ren and Cuff Custom Shop because that's just really long. I'm sure it is. <laughs> it fit into the browser window. So well, yeah. yeah. And then and then we have to, to do my you know one of my last plugs is we have a newsletter and if you sign up for it we do sometimes do what's called private sales where we do a blast and it's like ridiculous deals that you can't get. You know we don't we we basically put it up, put a link up. And this is like through our custom shop, but you can do it through our regular too. Is so you put a link up that's not visible on the site anywhere. Uh-huh. Nice. Uh huh. Um, nice. You know, nobody can access it or anything without a direct link to it. And you know, there's the stuff that you know we may have one or two pedals that got scratched up a little bit or something, or you know, and we have scratch and dent along sale. with it, along with it being a scratch and dent, it'll also be discounted just because it's the private sale. And so it's not like a bogus thing, like private sale. Five percent off, you know. Yeah, it's, not yeah. Like that. it's like a, it's like if you're on that list, you can really. I mean, stuff just goes like, you know, crazy. Like I launched it, last one that we did, I launched at midnight. I figured, you know, my thinking was, oh, people will wake up to it in the morning, and by morning it was all sold out. Wow, you know, that's cool. That's why I had, people were really bummed. They're like, I don't even get up that early, man. I, was like, I, don't know. I didn't even. Yeah. So if you get. You know, I know there's always the like sign our newsletter pitch for you know everything online nowadays and wants to, but it's a real thing. If you sign up for it and you like good battle deals and stuff, it's a it's a fun one. All right, lots of big fun. bargain. We'll we we we're pushing that right now. We just pushed it. That's right, cool. Very cool. Um, man, I really appreciate you sharing all this with us. It has checked off one of my boxes to get Ren and Cuff on the show, and I've been thrilled this entire time. Not even not even for a moment how I've been unthrilled. I hope I didn't ramble too much. No, <laughs> man, it was all good. We love hearing all the color about you know what you're doing and how you're doing it. That's why we do this show. Uh, and I appreciate you uh, asking me to be on there, too. So. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. 
Thanks uh, for thinking I'm interesting enough to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> Jared? Ladies and gentlemen, it has come to the time in the podcast where I sing this little jingle, and it goes like this. Oh, Would, no. <laughs> a single a jingle. Yeah. Yeah, let me do it. Would you... <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather? Okay. All right. Yeah, all right. Thank you. Abbreviated. Thank you. Yeah. This week's Would You Rather is brought to us by our good old buddy Jonathan Jerusik. Yes, sir. <clears throat> His Would You Rather is. Would you rather have the best four channel amp with an easy to use, clean, low gain, mid gain, high gain, or. Would you rather have a nice, clean amp and three pedals for your gain stages? Which would you would you rather do? Mm. Mm. Monsieur Bologna. Boy. Well. Wow. This is a pretty, this is a pretty guitar nerd question, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this, this is deep. This yeah. is deep stuff. This you'd see you'd see how quickly people's eyes would roll up that don't do this stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. I can't believe you're still listening to that podcast. <laughs> I'd be like me going into the explanation about what heel hooks are. <laughs> I think. Gosh, I. Uh, hmm. I'm gonna go with the four channel amp that's uh. easy to use. As long as it's easy to use. I now, mean, does I've, it have a pedal thing that you plug in the well, back? That's probably, I'm sure it's got something. I'm, I'm so guessing this switch. is like a Mesa Boogie kind of thing. Yeah, you could switch Only channels. less complicated. Yeah. So I, I, I kind of like that, that idea rather than doing the pedal thing, which, you know, I, I, to me, I guess maybe the, the internal switching and the internal gain stages in the amp itself might make for a better sound. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what I, I think. I'm going with that. All right, do it, Jared. Uh, I'm I'm going with the the uh, the pedals. So I mean that that way you can choose. You, you know. better say that I'm on right now. <laughs> well, no, not, I mean pedals are for losers, man. <laughs> okay, I mean you could you guys could say whatever you want, but I you you're able to choose. You know which pedal you're going to put in that position. Yeah. For so are we, you know, are we saying that you can't use pedals if you pick the other one? Yes. It's either okay. one or the other, and that's it. Yeah. Gotcha. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with individual pedals that that you would just add to your uh, pedal board. Okay. All right, Matt. You how about you? Oh, the clean amp and the pedals. I mean, that's that's pretty much what I do anyways. So, yeah. Because you know I use some Fender amp guys. So I you know really loud amps that don't break up very well and. I use pedals, so yeah, cool. It's a no, it's a no-brainer for me. I'm right there with you. Uh, I I really enjoy stacking uh, my gain, and so once again, you guys are all ganging up on me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you make we, me go first. You, you notice right. how he always makes me go first, so I can yep. be the odd man out. Yeah. If you would have chose the opposite, then we would have chose the opposite. Yeah, this is like opposite chose. talk. That's Jeez. right. That is true. Uh, I hey, like being the contrary guy, but I had to just. Be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Honesty counts. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Matt, where can people find your pedals? Well, um, we're on the World Wide Web, which is definitely becoming popular. (laughs) (laughs) I think I've read read an article about that. You know, in the newspaper. You know, we're all the usual places, and we have a ton of dealers. If you go on our site, you can see our our list of dealers everywhere. So we're proud to have a lot of. 
lot of smaller mom and pop kind of stores on the end. Um, you know, we got the bigger ones like Chicago Music and you know those types. That um, so it's, it's not hard to find. You know, unfortunately, it is hard if you're like you know kind of live in a smaller place and there's no music store that carries this around. But if you buy directly from us or even most of our dealers, you know, it's really easy to try something and return it if you don't like it. Um, so cool. Uh, all the usual places. Hit a Google search and pour over everything and look for the cheapest thing you can find <laughs> like we all do. Right. So here's what I'll do. I don't know how you guys want to do, how you guys do giveaways and that kind of stuff. But since you guys were boneheads and sent back those pedals, what I'll do <laughs> is I'm going to send you two, um, two De La Eva's and two custom shop pedals and you can, um, uh, keep one of each and you guys can decide. Yes. yes! Yes. That's awesome. Wow. And then yeah. and then give away two of them. Yay. Wow. That's oh, outstanding. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Give away one. Yeah. Give away one of each. Keep one of each. I Thank get the, you. I get and the De La Hiva. That is outstanding. <laughs> wow. All right. Wow. 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 That's, wow. That is incredibly generous. Wow. And here's what I'm going to do right now. I've I've written down on a piece of paper 10 numbers. All right. Even though you can't see this, I promise I'm being honest. Uh huh. Mm. And um, I'm, we're gonna for the this will be for the Delahiva. You guys go around and and say it a single number, and whoever hits that number gets that one. So they'll get. Oh. You know, I mean, you guys don't have to. You know, you guys could <laughs> behind my back say, "Well, I really want this one." Whatever, but just for, for sake of this, you know, I'm, that's uh, that'll be who gets it. Okay. The one that I'm sending for free that I'm sending back. Okay. So pick a number. I'll start with you, Todd. I'm going to go for three. Oh, my God, dude. I swear to God on my life, you just nailed it. Oh, <laughs> I swear to God. God. Uh, I swear woo. to God. I swear on my I have two kids. I swear on my children. No, I'm looking man. at the number right you know, in front of me right now. I love having and guests, but I, you know, suck up guests. Yeah. I just have to. I just have to. Put I my swear foot to God, down. and it's, it makes it kind of lame because we don't get to go around and have the fun. But I swear to God, you just nailed it. I swear to God, we still have one more to go, and it's a first person nails it then that's really going to be kind of a bummer okay. i could have just lied and went like nope <laughs> i swear to god you nailed it and then the other custom shop pedal i mean uh, here's what we'll do i'm gonna go number one through 15 stretch it uh, out a little bit more <laughs> oh. all right go ahead i'm going with number 15 then one ten seven eight nine thirteen two twelve no. oh crap four? Fourteen. Four. four whoever whoever just said four uh, <laughs> <Hey. that's it. laughs> oh, right. what a you fun guys. game that's a fun game yeah, wow so you guys i'll send those out you guys can keep the two and then uh, wow that, that's one. that's really super, super generous that's yeah. incredible so what we'll do is also as for um, as far as coupons go and that kind of stuff, you put in um, guitar knobs in the coupon box for one week from whenever this airs. Um, it will take fifteen percent off of whatever you order. And that that'll go for both our regular and our custom shop. Holy wow, moly, that's, that's great. outstanding! Very very cool. One week. That means everybody's got to get right on that. As soon as you hear this, you get on over to Ren and Cuff and or. WCCustomShop.com and you're going to get 15% off of whatever you order. Yep. That's amazing. With 
guitar knobs as the code. All right. And share out what you get when it gets there. That's what you're going to do for us, everybody out there. Uh, that is hugely generous, like generous beyond generosity. Uh, whatever the word for that is in German, I'm sure it's a very long one. Braunschweiger, I yeah, believe. Pretty sure. Braunschweiger. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, whew, boy, oh boy, what an episode this is. Uh, Tony, we got some people to thank. Yes, at this point in the show, Todd, we like to thank a certain group of people. We call them our executive producers. That's right. Oh, yeah. And there's probably someone driving right down the road. Saying, "Hey, how, how do I become an executive producer? Mm-hmm. I want to. I want to be thanked on this particular podcast. Me, I like, want to. I want to ma- make it in the industry. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So let's just say, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta cough up a little bit of money, but it's great. It's just money. Well, it's, it's an investment. You're, you're you're supporting us. That's you're supporting you're, us. You're supporting the show in a good way. Keeping, those, literally keeping those, the lights on. Like one of those meals with the." Where you donate a bunch of money and eat with a senator or something, right? <laughs> it's very similar. See, it's t- right. exactly like <laughs> the that. The captain's <laughs> meal. Yeah. yeah. So anyhow, you go over to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. Mm-hmm. You'll see a couple of different levels that you can participate in. Uh, each level has its own uh, amount of swag. That includes things like barefoot buttons, uh, stickers, picks, shirt, t-shirts, all kinds of stuff. Keychains. Keychains. Pins. Pins. All kinds of... And giveaways. And and yeah, you qualify for giveaways, yeah. which is... That's the biggie. That's yeah. that's probably better than anything on, under the sun. That's right. Mm-hmm. In addition to all that great stuff, Jared, what happens? Well, you get to have your name read on the thing. Your name read on the thing. That's right. And that's what I'm going to do right now. So let's start with our newest uh, executive producers. How about Mr. Cody Lane? Yay. Welcome. Hey, welcome. Cody provided Cody us with a nice note earlier on, as well as his personal floor on the floor. Correct. That was nice. Yep. Uh, Justin Jones. Justin Jones. Tommy Manasco. Mm-hmm. David Kaminga. Ty Harmon. Michael Senchuk. John Esterly. John Anglin. Ken Sayers. Sean S. S. Anthony Lanthrop. Johnny Knowles, Stefan Lamb, Jonathan Daly, Michael Van Zant, Tom Brazen, Tyler Bray, Chris Kearney, Doug Gann, Tim Nowak, Doug Christ, Brian Robison, Darren Gregory, and Corey Nagro. The carpenter from Boston. Amanda Hug and Kiss. But it. <laughs> <laughs> You're missing Jonathan. Sim- Come on, Jerusic Simpsons, man. Oh, Jonathan oh. Jerusic. How did I miss Jonathan Jerusic? Oh, uh, you missed JJ. JJ, how did I miss you? I'm sorry, man. I, Jonathan Jerusic. You had the Would You Rather today. Ah, oh, this is you, unacceptable. You, you wrote the list. Uh, no, this is totally unacceptable. <laughs> <No>. Anyways, <laughs> Tony, where yes. can people find your. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do all day. Go ahead. And let's just say you need a special pick guard. Something that really shows how committed you are to your personal guitar. One Go that on. says JJ on One it. One right? that says Jonathan <laughs> Jerusalem. He could have that. I'm, you know, Jonathan, I'm going to take care of you, bud. G- 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 send me an email. I-, I feel bad that your name wasn't on the list. Yeah. Go over to pickguardian.com. <laughs> Check out some of the stuff that I offer there. Uh, if you want to see some of the projects, like the Eric Carmen Joan Jet, yep. uh, I post a lot of that on Instagram. That's Pick Guardian and the number one. Easiest way to dress up your guitar, mighty quick. With a pick guard. Yep. Jared, how about yourself? Uh, if anybody needs some new pickups or old pickup that doesn't work rewound, 
get a hold of me at bro. Brandon Wong Pickups and uh, email is jared at brandonwompickups.com. Okay, and you can drop me a line, Todd at theguitarnobs.com. Uh, that's the, the email. You can also DM me on Instagram at guitarnobs. And we'll, we like to talk to you. So talk to us. Send us your would you rathers. We love getting those. Those are super fun. Boy, oh boy. Matt, thank you so much for joining us and for hanging out the uh, entire time. Yeah, no. It was a good uh, time, man. Super fun time, and uh, we hope everybody enjoyed this. Make sure you get over to Ren and Cuff, check out those pedals, and check out the WC Custom Shop to create your own on the fly. And don't make, don't miss out on that 15% when this thing hits. Everybody, please have a fantastic guitar week. We thank you for listening. Subscribe! Yeah. yeah. Sure there's, make sure there's no bad words in it. Schweiger. Cool. <laughs> no. Morons. Yeah, just try not to suck. Okay? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys watch Baskets by any chance, that show? Hey, That's with a guitar job. like that, you get a free bowl of soup. My dog's got to pee. <laughs> it's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. <laughs> but it looks good on you. Huh? <laughs> well, What's the guy up? that plays his mom is just fantastic. Louis Anderson. He's great. Oh, that he's show. okay. Something or other in this neighborhood. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Won't you be mine? Hey, everybody. This is Matt from Running Cuff. <laughs> <laughs> Would you be mine? <laughs> How crazy is that? Won't you be my neighbor? <laughs> be my neighbor, Tony Baloney. Let's go get my mosas. <laughs> well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs visit our website at theguitarknobs.com for all of our past episodes four on the floor blog and other good stuff you can connect with us on social too at our facebook page and share your gear and stories on our facebook group also be sure to check out our instagram at guitar knobs catch you next time